Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sleep Apnea Pathfinders, a weekly podcast for patients, their families, and healthcare providers to share their stories of success and challenges. We are passionate about sleep apnea and its impact on our overall health. Please join your hosts, David and Juanita, as they share their passion on all things sleep apnea. Welcome to our third episode for the Sleep Apnea Pathfinders podcast, where we welcome all those regardless of the path you are on. My name is Juanita. And I'm David. And this week, we're going to talk about sleep apnea through the emotional lens. So how are you doing, David? How are things going? I'm pretty good, Juanita. It seems like people are out more. It's spring. Restaurants are opening up. So that's really uh, really good. You know, this has been hard for a lot of people in the restaurant sector and the service industry just in general. So my heart goes out to them. So I'm really happy to see things opening back up. How about where you are? Yep. I live in Virginia and we're seeing about the same thing. You know, spring is here. Tulips are blooming and, um, you know, we're trying to find a way to be social in the safest way possible. Um, you know, because we've, the world's been going through this for so long, you know, we're, we're ready just to run out there. Um, you know, the wise thing to do is to kind of, I guess, tiptoe per se, just get out there and you know, feel normal, you know, whatever normal feels like for you. But um, I have noticed more restaurants opening here and uh, where I live, we have, there's a lot of outdoor space. So I like how restaurants are able to, um, maximize all their space outside to accommodate more people to be as safe as possible. It's, it's, it's really nice to see. I'm, I'm going to keep uh, hope alive. I'm hopeful. I think, um, I think this is all going to turn out better than we expect. Yes, absolutely. We're all hopeful that things are going to get much better sooner. So today we're raising some issues about sleep apnea through an emotional lens. What we mean by an emotional lens is what is at the intersection of sleep apnea and all things related to our brains? This can include mental health, our general intelligence, our senses, our temperament, and the ability to cope with daily stress. Today we'll talk about some building blocks to our mood and emotions as a way to start the conversation. Over the course of our future podcasts, we'll look at sleep apnea and its impact on emotions. We'll discuss connections to depression, anxiety, cognitive functioning, and various other related topics important to our overall quality of life. In regards to our mental health, one thing we want everyone to hear is that talking about our mental health is important to our overall wellness. We're going to talk about things happening in the brain and how they impact our emotional health. Juanita, what are some of the things you've seen in relation to sleep apnea and emotional health? Yep. I've heard many patients over the years with untreated sleep apnea express how sleep deprivation has taken its toll and especially how it's taken its toll emotionally. Uh, sleep deprivation, you know, just it interrupts a daily function, um, de depriving people of joy, pleasure, energy, vitality, and sometimes a sense of meaning and purpose. Um, I've, I see this, I see it regularly to be, to be fair. 
Um, and this, this will vary from, you know, from person to person. And um, I think many people are just trying to deal with it, not really knowing what's going on. And when I see that, they just want answers. There have been many articles published on mental health and how the quality of your sleep is disrupted by stress, anxiety, and depression, to name a few. It's very difficult to tease apart how much sleep impacts your mental health versus how much your mental health impacts your sleep. We're approaching this topic from that of someone who has undiagnosed sleep apnea and is unaware of the impact it has on their mental health. You talked about working with patients whose lack of refreshing sleep disrupts their daily functioning. The CDC listed lack of sleep as being linked to several diseases, including type 2 diabetes, heart disease, obesity, and depression. Some symptoms of sleep apnea, such as unrefreshing sleep and daytime fatigue, are easily attributable to other life circumstances, such as stress from work and a busy family life. Issues coping with stress and our mood can be associated with those life circumstances also. Sleep apnea has been found to cause changes in our brains and bodies, which are relevant to our emotional health. Juanita, what are some of those changes which affect our emotional health? Yeah, David, I've read how cortisol levels um, are typically elevated with people with untreated OSA. Uh, Cortisol is a primary stress hormone and the driver of the body's fight or flight. And being in this constant state, it leads to less sleep. And uh, stress from sleep apnea can disrupt the feel-good hormones. That's dopamine and serotonin. So when we don't sleep well, hormones don't regulate well. That's the truth. Uh, Physiological stress and increased cortisol can alter how the brain operates in regions important to mood and emotion. And it increases anxiety and depression. So you know, we never think of it, but sleep itself is a time for the brain to do the work of processing emotions. And when we, when sleep is chronically disrupted, it does leave us feel more vulnerable. I guess as we talk more about our experiences and some of the things that we're interested in individually, our listeners will, will get to know or get to hear some things from us. One of the things about me is that I really like reading research mm-hmm. and I will readily admit that I, I understand 10% and 90% of it, I do not understand. And so I may need to read it over and over and over again. There are these big technical words and I have to look those words up. So, you know, and, and in final analysis, I may still not understand what they're saying, but they have the abstract at the beginning and then they have the conclusions at the bottom. So I kind of run with that. Now, speaking of research, I want to talk about another chemical in the brain that affects our stress levels and emotions. A really important study was done by the UCLA School of Nursing and published in 2016 in the journal Sleep Research. Paul Macy is the lead author. They studied the brain changes of people with moderate sleep apnea. 
they looked at the levels of neurotransmitters, specifically glutamate and GABA, in a region of the brain. This region of the brain integrates signals from higher brain regions to regulate emotion, thinking, and physical functions, such as blood pressure and perspiration. GABA is a chemical messenger that acts as an inhibitor in the brain. It slows things down and helps keep people calm. It affects mood and makes endorphins. It's essentially our brake pedal. Glutamate, on the other hand, is our accelerator. When those levels are high, the brain is in a state of stress, and that's when we see less optimal functioning. High levels of glutamate are toxic to nerves and neurons. What they found is decreased levels of GABA, also known as the brake for our brains, and increased levels of the accelerator, which is glutamate. The lead author, Paul Macy, said it was rare to detect this size of a difference. They expected to see the rise in glutamate because other researchers have noted some brain damage among some people with sleep apnea. What surprised them was the drop in GABA, also known as the break in the brain, and they said it was encouraging to see a reorganizing of the brain and indicated that it's a potential target to impact positively. So it's really interesting research because it essentially says we're on this roller coaster, the brake pedal is not engaged very easily, and the gas pedal is like pushed down. It's floored. It's floored. Yeah. Right. And the brake pedal's like, mm, we can't we can't engage. So they found a ton of gas pedal and not very much brake pedal in people. <laughs> yeah. Well, that can certainly explain, you know, aggression and agitation. Yeah. You know, that people um they feel and they can't always explain why they feel this way. Nope. So Juanita, have you seen anything around agitation in your experience? I have. Uh I've seen a number of people um obviously uh agitated trying to maybe hold back aggression um trying to you know making it difficult for them to follow through um this goes hand in hand when we were so sleep deprived because of sleep apnea and for a number of years so it just over time slowly builds up to uh the point where we can't even explain how we feel we can't explain why we feel this way and, it, and it's certainly hard for people to be on the receiving end of that. So it, it's, easy, it's easy for it to happen. And, and it almost seems hard to resolve without any kind of treatment. And I think, you know, in, in my lived experience, this issue of agitation and aggression is something that, you know, I certainly can reflect on in hindsight like over the years, I think that I've been agitated very easily uh, when I haven't had a lot of sleep. And so when you talk about sleep deprivation and, and emotions, mm -hmm. I think that when you are sleep deprived or when you are having episodes where you're not breathing at night and the next day you're feeling out of sorts, uh, maybe short tempered you know, from personal experience, there are a number of things that really get you to that point where you are very annoyed and 
that annoyance progresses to agitation and, you know, it might even progress to being short tempered. And, you know, my family can definitely tell you, you know, they just say dad's grumpy. Leave dad alone. He is grumpy. And that's a nice way of saying that dad is very agitated or he, he's getting upset very easily. And, you know, they're being nice about it. But I can tell that, especially if I forget to wear my CPAP, I, I can see where I do get upset easily. You know, we'll, we'll talk about it more. There are any listeners out there who feel like this has been an issue for them and, you know, maybe they are treated for sleep apnea, but they're still having issues with that, you know, please, please contact us. We'd love to talk to you uh, because it is something, this is an area that is very disruptive to, it can be very disruptive to our lives. And it definitely impacts the people who love us the most. Absolutely. All of these topics are really involved. So we're going to take our time. And as our podcast continues, we'll have guests and they'll share their perspectives and experiences. So now we'll recap our topics of today's episode. Uh, We discussed hormones and sleep apnea and how they affect each other. We've discussed stress, anxiety, and depression and how that's connected to OSA as well. The physiological stress and what our brains do to support our emotional health. We've also talked about some lesser known issues around agitation and aggression. So we hope by raising these points, it helps bring some awareness of how sleep apnea impacts our lives. And in future episodes, we'll start to peel back the layers of sleep apnea more. If you'd like to tell us where you are on your sleep apnea path, please email us at sleepapneapathfinders at gmail.com. We'd like to remind everyone listening that information shared in this podcast is for informational purposes only. You should not make any changes to prescribed treatment based on information contained in this podcast. Our next episode will discuss sleep apnea along the path of awareness, signs and symptoms, diagnosis, treatment and adjustment. Specifically, we're going to discuss common and uncommon signs and symptoms of sleep apnea. So until then, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. This has been an episode of Sleep Apnea Pathfinders. Thanks for joining us and don't forget to subscribe. Join us again next week for a new episode. 